Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On Crunch Time, the news whip with Tom Morris. Your time to shine, Tommy. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Let's start with Saturday's MRO news. Isaac Rankin was reported for a bump on Taylor Duray. I think Rankin was competing for the ball here, and I think he'll get off. I don't think there's anything more we need to say on that. His hands were down. He turned his body. If his hands weren't reaching for the ball, he'd be in trouble. But this reminds me of Libba and Brayshaw yeah. in Perth a few weeks ago, and they got, and Libba got off for that. I watched well, that. Brayshaw got off for that. Uh, the Frio Bulldogs game. Regardless, whoever did the whoever did the bump got off. I, I saw that, and I hope he gets off also. Yeah, uh, because he was legitimately going for the ball with a good technique. Now, at first glance, I thought Will Haywood would be in trouble for his high bump on George, George Wardlaw. Yep. You were there, Sarah, and it didn't look good. He was off the ground, but he was only off the ground because he was competing for the ball. No, 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 no. But was he? Don't you put your hands out to compete for the ball? You don't think he was competing for the ball? Well, I think he elected to bump, didn't he? I think he was in the air with his hands out. He realised he was going to be second, and then he had to change his mind mid-air. And I think... We've seen I, a few incidents like that this season, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, I, I really think Will Haywood gets off. I think Haywood's... Um, I think the action wasn't unreasonable given that he was mid-air and had to change his mind when he was mid-air. And you know how difficult that must be, Scotty. If he was on the ground then um, it's a different story. Does it help as well that George Wardlaw, he played out the game and doesn't really played make, very well? Doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, because it's either well, – that's based on impact. It's whether this yeah. was careless or not. Um, well, impact determines more the penalty, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, on first glance, I thought, oh, I think you elected to bump. Yes, that's exactly mm. what I thought, and yes. I watched it a few more times, and I think he'll get off. Tom, there's no doubt you would have watched it significantly more times than me, so I'm going with you. Probably about 20 times. Yeah. Friday yeah. night, MRO, Sarah? Yeah, so Lockie Hunter, he's got a one-match ban for rough conduct on Connor Rosie and Tom Jonas, a one-game ban for a dangerous tackle on Tom McDonald. Will these be challenged? Uh, I think Melbourne's every chance to challenge the Lockie Hunter one. Do you, I, uh, I think he should take his lot because yeah. he didn't have his hands down going for the ball for me. Yes, I agree with that. I think it's harsh because it's a split-second decision, but I yes. think based on how it's been adjudicated this year, Lockie Hunter's one week is consistent with the MRO findings. The interesting one about Tom Jonas is Tom McDonald was pinged for holding the ball. So the umpire saw it as a fair tackle. And the yeah. MRO saw it as an illegal tackle. I, I We've got to get rid of the term dangerous tackle. Why? Every tackle is dangerous. Ah. It is meant to be. Yeah. It's football. It's a contact sport. This one was strange, it's, though, wasn't it? Yeah. It wasn't really a He got really him high. Sling. He collared him, but he just took him to ground. No, this was like Zach Merritt's one on um, the Melbourne player so it, Sparrow it, what, a few more weeks of a ago. dump tackle? Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, where you drive the head into the ground. And the reverse angle makes it really clear that it was a, a an illegal tackle, a dangerous tackle. Why is it illegal? Uh, well, because he drives his head into the ground. There's excessive force. Did he... The, reserve, the reverse angle is the one you need to see, Scotty, because that's the one that makes it clear that, you know, he's got the ball while he does He certainly contributes to it, his head hitting the ground. Well, that's all you need to worry about then. But every time you go to ground, look, so we, it's just really impossible for players, I think, now. I understand, yeah, it's hard. I understand the spin, the dump, 
Absolutely. But I didn't think that was one of those. Yeah. Mm. Just on the injury front, Tom, quite a few across the weekend. Clayton Oliver, a hamstring? Yeah, Mitch Cleary was the first on the scene with this one. Expected to miss at least a couple of weeks if scans do come back as they expect with a strain, which is not very – he did this in the third quarter and kept, and played out the game. I was going to say I don't remember him coming off. Yeah, he he was kicking on just to the right of the screen to, the, um, to full forward and he just – Felt for his hamstring after he did that. Um, so he'll miss at least a couple of weeks if the scans do come back, as we think they will, which is not very good. Speaking of hamstrings, Jason, Jason Johannesson has done a more serious one. The Western Bulldogs fear this is potentially four, six, eight weeks, um, depending on what the scans come back. But Luke Beveridge said it's more serious as well, which is a big play. He's been in good form, Jason Johannesson. Been in excellent form. He reminded me of Joel Amati when he went off grabbing up high and his high. hamstring. Yes. The yeah. key point's high. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And he didn't jog. He walked around the boundary line yep. the furthest yep. round. So he's out for quite a while, unfortunately, for him. Marcus Pontempelli's left knee issue is okay, according to the Western Bulldogs. Um, he came back on, said he was a bit sore. There's no significant concerns around him. Peter Laddams had a bad ankle injury. John Longmire said it was significant. So we'll wait and see how bad that is. But that is not ideal for the Swans, who are already decimated by injuries, as you know. Travis Boak was subbed out with a knock to the ribs. Ken Hinckley told our cousin Crunch Time show yesterday he's got the all clear in regards to any significant damage, which is a good outcome for us. So it looks like Travis Boak is okay. What's the latest in Tasmania, Tom? Oh, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) How long have we got? Uh, uh, Look, I'll, I'll break it right down. This morning, the Tasmanian government released its signed deal with the AFL. In it, they agreed they are solely responsible for costs to develop the stadium this is the key, including any costs which exceed the estimated stadium build costs, which is part of the reason this protest. Everyone expects it's going to go over the $700 million, might even be up towards a billion dollars. The Tasmanian government is going to take those costs, as the AFL said in the past. The document also confirmed the stadium will have a seated capacity of 23,000 and a fixed translucent roof, which is what we've known all along, but it's been confirmed in this document today. So, look, there's people not happy in Tasmania. If I can just put a little uh, editorial on this, just get this, just get this done. You know, this is this is great for Tasmanian sport. Yep. There's millions millions of dollars for local Tasmanian football as well. And you're never going to get exactly what you want in these situations. There's so many different stakeholders. Get this Tasmanian team through, and it'll be better for the AFL, and it'll be better for Tasmanian sport and the people down there as well. Create a lot of jobs, yeah. And then it's up to Tasmania to commercialise it and yep. monetise it, yeah. And make it work for their state. It creates an asset of which you've got a significant amount of federal government money that's not available otherwise. 